If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. And I don't need no hook for this shit. Realist podcast ever, realist Patreon ever, realist platform ever. We are back. This is the um, they, ain't, they ain't gonna notice that. <laughs> <laughs> this is the uh, this is the month end slash uh, month beginning uh, wrap up kickoff. Uh, we got a lot going on right now in TRPE universe. We uh, basically took off last week because we hit two hundred episodes and we just took off last week. Uh, just needed a quick little break a refresher. Uh, we got a new episode out right now. Hopefully y'all listened to it already. The episode is called Politics as Usual Three. I was wrong on the episode. I thought it was two. It's just yeah. the third one. Politics as Usual. Uh, um, so with State Rep Morgan Cephas, Councilman Curtis Jones, I've already been getting some good feedback. Already been getting some bad feedback. What was the bad feedback? Uh, somebody who is very entrenched in the political uh, scene of Philadelphia, working with the mayor's office and a couple other things. You could probably figure out who I'm talking about. I got nothing. You got an idea uh basically called me and was basically like hey you know they skirted around a couple talk topics you you know stated the question then they gave the answers which wasn't really an answer you repositioned the question more specifically and they wasn't really like addressing the the some of the bigger elephants right, right. in the room so to speak and uh it was just basically like you know specifically around the whole you know not working topic and all of that and just basically you know kind of called Kurt out on trying to paint everybody as like entrepreneurs and stuff. And he's like, no, 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 no. Like it's like 10, 11% of people entrepreneurs. A lot of these niggas is crazy waiting on the next stimulus check to come. And that's why they're not getting the job. Oh, they waiting on the stimulus. <laughs> oh, that's, there's no way. I got 15 phone calls, texts and DMs this weekend. Yo, I heard it's a new PPP out, which you know, I don't know anything. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me what you heard. <laughs> Tell, me you heard <laughs> Tell me what you heard. Cause I'm hearing things. Tell me what you got going on. So, allegedly, there is a new PPP that's potentially going to be issued. It hasn't even gone to the floor yet. Let me get Uh, get my notes out. Yeah, so Uh, it's just basically like just some info out there or whatever. Um, Basically, the biggest complaint, the last two rounds of uh, PPP, two years and two different rounds. So, the last four rounds of PPP payments was that the small regional businesses like the flyover states and all of that, they were late getting the information, so they didn't get the bread. And that mm. the big banks swallowed all of the bread up. And that, that they did. So now they're saying that if there is a new PPP issued, it'll be earmarked for banks that don't fall inside like the top 100 banks in the United States. So that would be like these smaller local credit unions only in one or two territories, like stuff like that. And some small, uh, you know, little regional banks and stuff like that. And that their customers would get first dibs. And then only if they don't exhaust all the funds, it will be made widely available again for any other company in need but the priority would go to the small regional companies first followed by any company that might be in a bigger territory that didn't get a ppp loan before and then if you had one before and then you need another one then you're like third in line or whatever the case may be but nothing is approved nothing is ratified but niggas here anything with p you're like (laughs) niggas just jump out the window (laughs) and just start contacting people you know what I'm saying? And uh, our, our resident Ooh. PPP advisor, Big Dan, was yeah. doing research all weekend. He said, yo, every end of the road led me back to the beginning of the road. That's how I know it's not nothing that's out in the open. Okay. Or, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, niggas here somebody PPP. can figure it out, it's Big Daniel. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. 
Yeah, Big Dan is a think tank. So yeah. if he if he can't figure it out, then y'all is pretty much cooked. I don't know what to tell y'all. So that's pretty much that on PPP affairs. But yeah, we had a great episode, man. I really <laughs> I really liked it a lot, man. We had a we had a good time. You know, it's always I, I, dope I, to connect I, I with love, uh I love Morgan. With, with Kurt you know what I'm Morgan. saying? Yeah. I, Morgan Morgan is, is is one of my favorite people on the planet. Kurt is awesome. You know what I'm saying? As like he like that cool ass old head that right. like <laughs> You know he like went through some gang war shit, but at the same time, in a zip gun era. <laughs> Back with my grandfather, and, uh, when the biggest gun you get was a thirty-two. <laughs> they got the big boy when he pulled a thirty-two out. Yeah, but no, I like them, man. I like them a lot. They're always great. To, uh, so that show was dope. We talked a lot about you know education, community relations, the job market, gentrification, different stuff like that. And it was just basically like you know a quick little you know refresh around uh, what's going on now. The one thing that I can say when I was talking to un- unnamed uh, political uh, affiliate affiliate earlier this morning for an hour and a half because <laughs> he had a lot of thoughts was basically like. I left the interview still not knowing who the next mayor is. I still don't know. Like, I still don't know, like, who are we leaning towards? Who do we get behind? I think Kurt gave, like, a straight-up political answer. Yes. I'm going to tell you all the candidates and why they're a good choice. And, yeah, yeah. And, and get out the way. Yeah, watch out now. <laughs> watch out there now. All right, right. Y'all want some more of them G's that yeah. get rolls? <laughs> You're taking a whole pan, right? Okay. Yeah, no, nah, I mean... I, I told you I didn't even know Michael Nutter wasn't the mayor. Right. And it's gotten us nowhere. We could have Michael Nutter back and it's really like at this point, Philadelphia is cooked. Yeah, it's cooked. I watched the news the other day, like for the first time and I God knows how long. And I'm I'm watching this shit and I'm really sitting there like Y'all niggas serious? Like y'all are nuts. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. The shit that go on in this, and you, the crazy part is, you don't even be knowing all the shit that go on. No, you can't. It's impossible because it's too much and it's too rapid fire of nonsense. The other night, two 17-year-olds get murdered in Norristown trying to trying to attempt a robbery on somebody. They got a ghost gun with a 30-shot clip in it. Dude, they try to run up on dude, whatever, whatever. He pull out his legal pistol, shoot both of them, shoot one, the one with the gun, he shoot him five times. The other one, he shoot him in the hand and shoot him in the stomach, try to administer mouth to mouth to both of them. They die on the scene, and it's just like, bruh. Damn, he tried to save him. He tried to save him. The nice guy. Because I, I would have hulking Manny the leg yeah, drop. Yeah, niggas. nigga, the people's <laughs> elf. <laughs> <laughs> what? I'd have, I'd have found the top rope to <laughs> jump <swear>. off of. <laughs> so, like, yeah, he, he a better man than me or Matthew because he would have got the motherfucking macho man elbow yeah. off the top rope after I clapped his ass up. And it's just like, yo, the assailants for these crimes are getting younger and younger and younger. And it's like we talked about recently. Get y'all motherfucking kids, man. Yeah. Get y'all kids. Punch them in the ear. Whatever you got to do to keep them off the street. Because if you don't get your kids, the streets is going to claim your kids' souls. And it ain't going to be nothing you can do about it. And in a situation like this, we not even trying to hear that they were some good kids and blah, blah, blah. Because your son is walking around with a Glock with a 30 in it. A fucking ghost gun with a 30 shot clip in it. 
Are you familiar with the ghost gun shit? I'm very like how familiar. It all breaks down and yes. shit. Yeah, that shit is wild. So the whole ghost gun shit for anybody out there listening that's not familiar is basically it's like it's a gun that contains all 3D printed parts. Mm-hmm. Basically, it's like stuff that you could find at Walmart, Target, on the internet, whatever, whatever the case may be, and you get a 3D printer and you're able to create the the casing and the mold for this gun mm-hmm. with all of these parts. And it's like you know. Real Glocks contain pretty much a, a lot of plastic polymer, stuff like that, but the barrel's still metal. It's like the, the, the trigger is like mm-hmm. a stronger uh, polymer than just like a regular plastic, whatever the case may be. These joints are straight 100% plastic, mm-hmm. some sort of compound, whatever the case may be, and then they're assembled. The ghost gun itself is not a charge. Mm. They are moving now to try to put legislation in place to make it a charge just to, for possessing one. But as it presently stands, having possession of a ghost gun is not a charge. It's only once you have you pair the ghost gun with ammunitions, it becomes criminal. Because you could use this 3D printed handgun to be a Nerf gun, to be a, a, could be a, a movie a, prop. A, it could be a movie prop. It could be a paintball gun. It could be whatever you want it to be, depending on how you, did you fixate see the, whole, the internal the, parts the, of it. Staying on subject, did you see the whole shit with Alec Baldwin when he shot the ball mm-hmm. on the uh, the movie set? The arms chick, it was a girl. Her grandfather taught everything, and she's like one of the biggest people when it comes to like uh, basically uh, uh, handling armory for okay. films and shit. Yeah. She thought the gun she gave him was essentially that, like a prop John yeah. that was made to look real. Turned out she handed him the real hand. He handed him the real get. Yeah, with the real John. Now somebody's dead. Yeah. And she was like, I'm so embarrassed. I don't ever want to show my face in this town again. Yeah, I bet you don't. Oh, shit. <laughs> because yeah. in this, and it's like this situation, it's like I had a conversation with Dan the other day about like accuracy and stuff. Like just because we got a lot of different stuff we, we trying to put in place or whatever like that behind the scenes. And not even just for the podcast, just like life stuff, like right. credit and this, this, that, and the third. And I was just talking to him about the importance of like, yo. We got to start learning how to measure twice and cut once. <laughs> Meaning, like, even if we know we write and we precise, we check it two, three, four times to make sure before we commit to altering or changing the situation as it presently stands. Right. Like, and, when, and, and, and what that comes down to is like... <clears throat> You know, if it's, it's some paperwork stuff or whatever like that, and you got to turn it in for some financing or whatever the case. Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So, yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Maybe. Make sure that you got everything in there so that when you sit and your shit is all aligned so that when you send it to these people, it's just a no brainer. And they just look, through, they view your packet, look through your information, your supporting documents. Boom. Here's your check, sir. You know what I'm saying? It's like you don't want to have it to where you got to start explaining shit that's in right. a financial packet because you fucked up already. Right. You're toast. So. Just culturally speaking, our people need to start being more comfortable with taking that extra time to look something over, gloss something over, double check this, compare this to that, so that they not getting themselves jammed up in a myriad of different situations and not just rushing through something trying to get it done for the sake of, oh, I finished. Because that's when you end up fucking yourself around. Exactly. So, um, I don't know where the fuck I was going with that, but... We were talking about ghost guns. Oh, ghost guns. So yeah, so you know, so so uh, oh, talking about the, with the chick with the right. with the with the gun and all of that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so the the whole ghost gun shit. There's a whole referendum on it because 300 plus of the guns that were seized in the last year in Philadelphia were 
out of 420 something guns, 300, 340 of them was ghost guns. So it's like, we have a problem. Mm-hmm. When 80% of the guns that's being taken off the street are 3D printed handguns, that doesn't mean that we have a gun problem. We have a ghost gun problem. And if we could get the, get rid of the ghost guns and whoever the fuck is making the, and manufacturing and shipping the ghost guns, we could begin to see some sort of a decline in some of this fucking violence. Because as it stands right now, they produce them, niggas have them, they use them, they get discarded, or they get grabbed by the police, whatever, whatever, and then a nigga just make five hundred more and then they come back and hit the streets all over again. What's crazy is it's like you ever see when they do like the seizes, like the uh like the bus. Yeah. And they, they put everything they, on the they table. Lay on the table, they be like, oh we confiscated hundred and twenty guns from this gang or and you see the guns and you just like them some old ass guns, <laughs> man. <laughs> Got the be, gun Wyatt Earp had yeah, on Tombstone. Like they not new guns. You know what I'm saying? Like they be like real yeah. old wooden handle you know, uh, what they call them? Um, uh, damn, what was like it? Muskets? No, my grandpa <laughs> used to say it. Um, God damn. Dirty Harry. <laughs> it be, be the big ass Dirty <laughs> Harry guns. And it's like, dog, like the, the gun issue. If you ever think that they're going to eradicate it, you can forget that. No, it's, it's, that's not happening. It's impossible. And depending upon where you live, you're going to have more NRA influence than others. Like we talked about exactly. on the podcast with, uh, with, with with Morgan and Kurt, which is basically like in the state of Pennsylvania, there is no penalty for like straw purchases of handguns. Like it doesn't exist because you could fucking go in a, a store, say it's me, me and my girl. She walk in the store, buy a fucking Glock 40, hand it to me. I go out, fucking commit terror, whatever happened with the gun. They fucking find they commit terrorists. <laughs> I get my Bin Laden on with the Glock forty and shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm terrorizing the community. What's funny is I know somebody who went wound up getting hit with all these charges in another state, and one of the charges he got charged with was aggravated mayhem. And yeah. I was like, "You're tripping." I was like, "What was you? Doing? <laughs> everything, <laughs> everything, everything." Yeah. Bitch everything, the words of G Herbo. Bitch everything. When they charge you with mayhem, you was on. You was aggravated mayhem. Not even regular mayhem. Nah, you was turned. <laughs> you was doing your motherfucking thing in the wrong you was, way. You was holding it down. <laughs> so I take the Glock 40. I go out here. I commit aggravated mayhem. Yeah, mayhem. The police catch up to me, lock my dumb ass up as they should. They question her. They say, oh, this is a legally registered gun. What the fuck happened with this gun? Oh, man, I lost that gun nine months ago, whatever the case may be. I bought it. Somebody broke in my car and stole it. Why you didn't report it? I didn't know I had to. And, ter- and the truth is, you don't have to. Mm-hmm. So that in itself creates a, a broken system in the state of Pennsylvania where gun legal registered gun owners are not even held accountable for the inventory of legal guns right. that they fucking possess. Right. They could just end up wherever and they're like, oh, I don't have nothing to do with that. Right. My fingerprints ain't on the fucking gun. Niggas took that. that that's his gun now. And you just free and clear in it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like a, a, it creates a broken system. And, um, you know, we have a we have a gun violence problem in Philadelphia right now. It's bad. And it's spreading into the other areas and the surrounding counties and all of that shit. Uh, because it's like, you know, on the show, we talk about like, you know, where are these black folks going to go? And some of them are starting to go other places and they're bringing their bad habits and they fucking beef and all that other nonsense with them. And it's starting to trickle into these other areas, Montgomery County, Delo- Delaware, p- parts of Delaware County, Chester County and shit like that, where they're not going to play with you. They're not going to be all super liberal and, fair and trying to understand your point and all this stupid shit um, in these surrounding counties like the same way Philadelphia are and the same reason why people are mad at Krasner every fucking week because they yeah. feel like he's soft on gun violence. Yeah, they, they sick of Krasner. They're done with him. Yeah, you know? they're sick of Krasner and his shit. 
Uh, the reality of it is, yo, you, you know, these, these guns is out here. They super out here. They not going nowhere. So you just gotta, you just gotta get you one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's pretty much what it I, is. I man. really, I wish I could say something else, but it's something profound. <laughs> like, I wish I had some super deep shit, but you know, get a gun. Yeah, because they they got them, and this is the craziest part. You remember back in the day, right? Because you you older like me. You remember back in the day when 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 you would see a shooting, right? Oh shit! It was a shooting over on Cops Creek. It was a shooting down whatever. You would see the shooting, and it would be like five shell casings recovered at the scene of the crime. There ain't a shooting right now where that little they don't they ran out of the little yellow Jones yeah. at one. They had yeah. to go get index cards. Mm-hmm. You know, this say seven, but that's because we got the ninety nine and we back at yeah, we back at square one. <laughs> yeah, we back at zero, so now it's one oh seven. Like they ran out of yellow Jones. Yeah. Broad daylight in the middle of the fucking street where the trolley tracks is at. Yeah. So it's just everything now is ladder stick. What's the what's the new shit they call? Oh, they got the the the, the Glocks with the switches. The on switches. Them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like you turn turn the semi auto Glock into a fully auto. Real shit. And you know that's in the rap songs now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Them Jones got them Jones be having 50, 55 shot drum clips on them, and they just go. You literally tap that motherfucker, and that oh. shit go. I seen a video the other day. The nigga put a, a, a automatic switch on a fifty cal Desert Eagle. I saw that the bull black Rambo with the dreads. Yeah, yeah. He couldn't even control that. He said, "That's a fifty, boy. That's a fifty. <laughs> he couldn't even control that motherfucker. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you want some the shit thi- like the that for? The things that man? people are doing. And Black Rambo's channel highlights a lot of it. And they talk about safe, responsible gun ownership. They in Georgia, whatever, which is like a stand your ground state, a super NRA pro gun state. And they talk about the the pros. And, and the advantages of being a legally registered gun owner, what you can have, what you can't have, modifications, what makes it illegal, and da-da-da. And they're really doing a good job of kind of giving people, like, the medicine through the candy and educating people when they don't even know that they're being educated. But I've seen some some of the craziest guns come through Black Rambo's channel. They had a 20-round drum, 12-gauge shotgun the other day. They had a, a double-sided AR-15. Now I'm about to tell you, we was in the gun store on 309, right? Me, Mike, Black, and shit. We in there, like, you know, just grabbing ammunition. You know, normal gun store, run, whatever. This big-ass white boy. You know them white boys that's like, like, like them big-ass like, white damn you big. Like them big-ass <laughs> white boys. Like, uh. Brian, big country reefs. <laughs> right, right. Um, um, what's Kane real name? <laughs> Uh, Ivan, I, uh, whatever the Isaac fuck, Yankum. Isaac Yankum, them big ass <laughs> Isaac Yankum white boys, right? He get out the truck, he come in, and it was it was, it was almost like scary a little bit because he had on black pants, black shoes, black socks, white shirt, black tie, black blazer. Already, it's like, why you got on that perfectly black and white, <laughs> perfectly suit? manicured outfit? Yeah, that men in black ass suit. Big ass white boy. He had this big ass, you know them hockey duffels, like them yeah. big ass joints. He came and he put that shit up on the counter and he was talking to the guy. He and he was, you know, them big, big arms, big yeah. back white boy. And he opened a bag. He was like, some, 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 some. I need a uh, I need a uh, piece for my for my for my uh he had a 672. He's like, I need my piece for for the back of the 672. And he pulled the motherfucking AR out and he put that shit on. Like it was as big as his fucking table. Yeah. And it had a suppressor on it. 
suppressor was about that big, had a tripod at the bottom of him, and then he had 300-shot drums in the bag and shit. Like, oh, you a nigga that overthrow governments. And we all, like, you know, and me, Mike, black, we big niggas. Like, we, everybody just like, <laughs> like that, like looking at him and shit. And he turned around was like, what's going on, fellas? And we like, that's, that's amazing. My man Black was like, yo, that, that's gorgeous. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, clean all the way through. He was like telling us what he did, did to the gun and how the, the trigger release and da 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 And he was like, yeah, um, it's got a drop for the clip to where it's like when it's done the last shell in the drum, he doesn't have to release it. It automatically drops oh, out. Oh, shit. So he can just throw another one in there. And I'm like... <laughs> That's nice. You know what I'm saying? Nice. Fuck you doing yeah. on the weekends. And he was like, um, yeah, man, this is this, this is a beauty, ain't it? And we like, yeah, he was like, yeah, you can get off. He's like, I fired 600 shots before. If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. Or it actually like got to where it was like a little too hot or whatever. He was like, Yeah, so you can get off about six hundred shots. It's like it's it's kind of crazy to think like, you know, I can get off six hundred shots in silence in about forty seconds with this gun. And we just all it just was like quiet and the joint and the guy was like, Yeah, I could probably level the foundation on your home with this. I'm just like, right on, <laughs> right on. <laughs> Say no more. Right on. But yeah, he had a fucking uh, AR with a custom drum release with a suppressor on the shit with 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 a tripod. And it's just like, yeah, he set that bitch up across the street. (laughs) You're toast. Y'all in for it, isn't it? You're going to meet whoever your maker (laughs) is. That's ripping like ripping the house apart. You know what I'm saying? When you shooting off hundred at a time, like like and then it's a, the suppressor was about a foot and a half long. So I can get all 600 shots in 40 seconds. In, in silence. silence. Yeah. You just dead. You, yeah. like, and if, and like if that them, don't uh, work, I'm 6'6", six, six, <laughs> and I'll beat one of y'all. Yeah, and you know you got the big hunting knife <laughs> coming out the loafer. Like, how you pulling yeah. out a loafer? If all else feels, I'm going to crack a 40 bottle. Damn <laughs> <laughs> somebody out here. Remember the whiteboard? Uh... The uh, Secretary of Defense boy, uh, 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 what the fuck was his name? Not Secretary of Defense. He won the, uh, the Purple Ribbon, John. He s- killed all the people in that house. The insurgents. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the boy, boy. Yeah, the white uh, You want war with America? <laughs> so help me God. So help me God. I read that story. He said he came in the house on straight ape shit. Hit the first ball, hit the second ball, hit the third ball, realized it was tanks in the crib. Said, oh, damn, no more shooting. Now I got to stab him. <laughs> He in there rumbling and surges, all kinds of crazy shit. Like, man, listen, I'd have thrown a grenade in that house and just <laughs> let it be and what it's going to be. Yeah. Like, real shit. Called, who I, called Donald Rumsfeld and got the fuck out of and there. And that's another one, too. And th- this is just a, a word to the wise when it comes to the, the young people doing the crime and doing the crazy shit. You will meet your match. Yes. And I think that's a real, real, like, brushed under the rug aspect to, like, all of the crime, especially when it comes to crime towards other people. Mm-hmm. Like, you want to rob a bank or you want to whatever. That's not crime against humans. Right. It's a crime like, against an institution. Right. But it's like when you start to robbing somebody personally or running up in somebody's house or raping a woman, like... Yeah. People not going for that shit. No, Did no. you see the other day uh, uh, somebody shot another Uber driver? And I cannot, it was in the Daily News. And oh, I cannot, 
I cannot make sense of why y'all be doing this to the Uber and Lyft drivers. There is, you, you know, you might run across an Uber Lyft driver who has absolutely no cash. Yeah, nothing. Nothing. And, and here's the thing. Why would he? And here's also <laughs> the thing. You've requested this ride. Yes. So it's in we the know system. It's you. It's say Jose. We either, know, shit. We either oh. know it's you or your cousin or we're going to get to you. Because guess what? If somebody, if I had a friend that was on my Uber account and they ordered a fucking Uber on my account and then I, and then they shot the driver at the end of it, I'm, you going to jail, You're going nigga. to jail. They ain't got to call me. I'm calling oh. them. My, shout out old head Nate, one of the greatest lines ever. He was like, nigga, did some more crazy shit and talking about, yeah, 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 I'm about to come down. You know, I need a place to go. <laughs> you going to jail. That's where you going. You going to jail. <laughs> Right like, that shit to my front door. Dog, dog. I told you years ago, a nigga I know robbed KFC and came to my crib with the register. My man went, he doorbell rung, and the crazy part was he rung the doorbell. Like, like, a, like a real guest. <laughs> that nigga rung. With a cash register. My man went to the door, he looked out, he was like, oh no. <laughs> I'm like, fuck is wrong with you? He's like, man, you folks on the step. I'm like, Open the door. He's like, I'm not. Oh, no. You unlock the door if you want that nigga in here. I'm like, what? I get up. Look, the nigga, he got the cash register in a clear, you know, the trash bags. <laughs> he got it in the trash the bag. The one they put the chicken the parts in. <laughs> the, the trash bag from the store. The trash bag is see-through. <laughs> nigga got a register. In the <laughs> we all in the window like, nah, bro. <laughs> Ain't nobody home. Ain't nobody here. <laughs> Hey, niggas are fucking fools when it comes to I crime, yo. I back in the day when we was super young boys, my man Pop had the fucking uh, money order machine in the car. You just printing away. <laughs> the Jones ain't back by nothing. Hey, I seen one of them Jones. Like, but the 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 thing with 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 the the crime shit is like, I guess everybody's just gotten to a point where they're just like, you know what? We had a run. It's over. Yeah. Now let's try any. Let's just yeah, try. Life of crime. Let's just let's, figure it out. Let's just figure it out because yeah. I'm not working. I'm definitely not going to try to build up no brand and no business. No, fuck no. That got me fucked up. No. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to go out and take. But here's the reality. Let's say you got, you know, uh, uh, what they call it? Like um, in poker, they call them fish. Like when a muffin come to the table and really don't know what they're doing, okay. but they got some money. So you might get, you, and, and poker players will know what I'm talking about. You sit at a table and you see who the fuck the weirdo is. You see who the fish is. You, yeah. see, you see it. You know. Any, I was at a table maybe like two weeks ago. Every hand ball was in and he was raising, I was calling. It literally got to where I didn't really give a fuck what my cards was. Because I know <laughs> I'm going to do something to get him out of the way and him out of the way. And it's just me and him. And I was I was ripping no I was ripping his head off. There's nothing yeah. he could do about it. When he gets up from the table and leaves, the fish is gone. Right. We got to change the strategy. Now it's sharks. Yeah. So now I can't get involved in the big hand with you because I know you like the slow play sets. I know you like to be on flush draws back. Like it. It's the same thing with this street shit. And yeah. I don't even play the street shit, but you got to have that mentality where it's like not everybody is a fish. Right. Not everybody is a. Sometimes you gonna run into a shark. Sure. Now it's shark versus shark. Yeah. Now what? Or sometimes the nigga that's pressing the action, not even a shark. Not you bluffing. He fish himself. Dog. And he bluffing. Then he run into a shark and then it turned into some whole other shit. I done seen scenarios where niggas tried to rob people or pulled out guns on people and got shot up. And then they told on the nigga that shot their ass up. I, I saw what well, I. I saw the ending of it. 
But I've seen an assault rifle get taken from somebody. Yeah. Like, I'm talking about, like, an assault rifle pulled out to get used. Give me that. <laughs> what are you doing? And you just going to take the assault rifle? <laughs> the purpose of the rifle was for assault. It was for assault. You got assault. You got to cost it. Now I'm assault. <laughs> some bullshit out here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some bullshit. Yeah. So it's, yeah. Like, it's like you said, man. It's like a lot of a lot of people, man, is, is, is just entering the streets with no guidance, no understanding. They just doing shit. Because they whole perspective is... We had our bread. We fucked it all. We went to Atlanta. We went to Miami. We went to Vegas. We had a good time. We're broke now. If you have any money left, and we, because we assuming that if you black like us, all your money came from PPP, you couldn't have been successful beforehand. So we're assuming all your money came from the same source as our money came from. Right. So how do you still have money? Right. I'm going to rob the shit out of you. Yeah, this isn't and that's what sense. niggas is doing. I saw this nigga. Y'all ain't going to believe this. I was in the little steak spot. The nigga came in and got extra cheese on his motherfucking steak. Something. This, something. This nigga's got the bricks. Something. <laughs> <laughs> he has to. Because I ain't ate yeah, any yeah, type yeah. of. I ain't ate no skirt steak in eight months. You ever see a nigga order a plain steak? <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of questions going on in this job. Plain steak is crazy. Like, seriously. But that's where it went. So now you got situations where people are arming themselves at a insane rate. Yes, they are. I had to go to the courthouse to renew my joint for the county. I'm in there watching people coming in to get their joint. I'm talking about women, men, young men, young women, old men. The one lady, no bullshit, dog. She was like 85 years old. She had a walker. With the tennis balls on yeah. her front, she ain't her getting a license to carry. I said, that bitch shoot anything bigger than a 40. It's going to blow her back down. <laughs> She's finished. <laughs> she going to the infirmary trying to protect herself. Trying to protect herself, but that's where we at. Everybody's strapping the fuck up. Yeah. So now you got these situations where you look on the news, so-and-so fired back. So-and-so did this. The driver, Uber driver did that. The Lyft driver did this. They tried to rob the lady in the park. She pulled out a gun, shot two of them. Like, motherfuckers ain't playing. And it's like you as 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 criminals, it's like I don't want to speak matter of factly. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you, you gotta work at whatever the fuck it is. But I promise you, if y'all would put this same energy into positive come on now, positive, thoughtful situations instead of putting all this energy into negativity and defacing shit you could be successful and you could have the things that you're chasing after and you're going crazy about they could just be everyday life but because y'all are ready to risk it all and this this, for some small shit at that for some small shit like when I see these robberies on television I see what's going on and I see these the, the catalytic converters. Yeah. Is that not the weirdest shit on earth to y'all? Like- hey there. Ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah. Or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. 
I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Yo, catalytic converters, 200 bucks. They are deuce. <laughs> Brand new. <laughs> like the Brand new junk. So taking the catalytic converter out of a fucking S10 Silverado is crazy. My whole thing is that this is just like, we at the point of age where it's like everything is a thousand dollars. Like a, a major, uh, a regular transaction is a thousand dollars. You got to buy tires, nice car, thousand dollars. You got to get, you pay your fucking insurance deductible, 500 to a thousand dollars. There's just no getting around it. So when I think about it in terms of that, I'm like, yo, so you mean to tell me I got to risk life and limb getting shot, getting arrested five times to make a thousand dollars. This ain't worth it. Bruh. Me, 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 you and our ladies went to dinner one night. That shit was seven, eight hundred dollars. Like, this is no getting around it. That, like, dog, I don't want to have to go through all hell and hot water to get this ribeye and <laughs> and them scallops. <laughs> this shit is crazy. These motherfuckers are really tripping, yo. Yo, like, dog, that's some real shit. Two hundred dollars. You remember the boy that got shot over the car? They was talking. It's like when you see the car, you just like. This is insanity, yeah, yo. We still in the car for parts. The car ain't worth shit. So when you take the parts the, off the, it, the parts can be much better than the car. <laughs> like, the car running ain't worth shit. I refuse to believe that like that raggedy ass car has like a track hawk engine in it. Like it, it just is just insanity. And my whole thing is, at some point, I want the criminals of of the Delaware Valley because it ain't just Philly. I want the criminals of the Delaware Valley to learn what like a risk assessment is. Y'all got to start doing, like, some risk assessment and then also doing, like, a, a, a financial assessment of, like, what can I get from, like, what's the best case scenario? If this shit goes exactly how I plan it, what am I getting out of this? But the problem is they can't even do that because they're not planning shit. Uh -huh. They're just doing shit. So now this is where you get the Gotham City element of it's a bunch of jokers just running around doing shit with no type of plan, no end game, no nothing. And it's just like, oh, damn, oh, the homie got shot on the last mission. All right, cool shit. Uh, let's go back to the same place. It's yeah. like, are y'all retarded? Yeah. It's like that sort yeah. of shit. And yeah. the, the assailants, like we said, like we started this all saying, are getting younger and younger and younger. Yeah. And it's like at some point it's just like, all right. Either y'all are making a conscious decision to just go completely left into a world of crime or y'all really being raised by a street corner. Either way, we have a systemic issue that's leading to all of this fucking crime that's that's affecting regular everyday citizens because nobody's saying, yo, if we just four niggas, we fucking running this bank and we get a hundred thousand, we could at least breathe for the next four to six months. Right. They just like, oh, we just gonna rob a hundred niggas. Right. And maybe we'll get two thousand yeah. off each nigga. Yeah. That's two hundred thousand. Right. No, no, that's not gonna happen. Someone or 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 starting at a Dunkin' Donuts and work your way up and to the bank. Yeah. But even that, it's like remember when the guys robbed the GameStop with mm -hmm. the AK, and it's just like yo, this, you know, uh, what would you say? Out kicking your coverage. Yeah. You you're not trying to be funny. You could rob the game store. With your fists. Right. Like you could just walk in. You don't in. have to make this armed robbery. No, you could just walk in and be like, I'm socking anybody in here about these PS2 yeah. games. 
And just take as many PS2 games as you want. Because I've seen the workers at Power Gamer. <laughs> Andy, Andy ain't fighting you back. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the coming Power Gamer with an AK is just like, yeah, you're killing ants with a sledgehammer at that point. Styles said uh, big banks at casinos get the M16. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. he say, uh, people in the party get the Desi, Bodegas get nines. Big banks at casinos get the M16. Armor truck get the heat seekers so shit go clean. Like... If, if the big bank of casino get the M16, <laughs> why are you in the power and, and game? the game stuff. <laughs> why are you in electronics boutique? With the motherfucker. With, with the Draco. With the John out. What was the old uh, Funko Land? <laughs> <laughs> nigga, Funko Land with the John out. This is a terrible idea. This is, this is insane. And the thing is, it's like niggas are so desperate that there's nobody throughout these whole, you know, I'm a very process-oriented person. And I think about, like, how shit gets from step one to five or however many steps in the process. There's nobody in these processes from planning to execution that's like, this is a terrible idea. Like, nobody's pulling nobody's coat to be like, you know what, we probably should just do something different than what y'all... This little shit y'all sat around for four days planning, this is awful. Like, we shouldn't do this. We and should that, do something that, different. That'd be my biggest joke where it's like, like how you and me, just, you, you know, you just kind of like, one of your models is like, move with a purpose. Yeah. When, when, you know what I'm saying? Like, just have an understanding about what you're doing or what you're on or, you know, who, who what you're representing. You know, what, what, what are you putting out in the world? And I, I, I watched the news the other day and I'm just like, None of this shit makes sense. Somebody cut somebody off coming out of a fucking gas station and they, some words was exchanged and they said 18 shots was fired. And it's just like, bro, 18 shots fired. Like not trying to be funny. there be people who go into war and don't fire 18 shots. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? That's a leak. Straight up. Like, there was a situation the other day where I don't even know the origin of it, but some my, my man called me in the middle of it like, yo, I'm on the highway. This nigga is following somebody shooting at him on the highway. Right. And it's like that. Hey, what's up? It's like that sort of thing where it's just like, yo, this is completely retarded. Right. Followed him off the Belmont exit and kept chopping. Off the Belmont exit. Where so on 76, coming from like Valley Forge right, or 476, right. whatever, whatever. Coming down that way, shooting at the nigga out the window, white bull, letting the stick ride out the window, <laughs> follows the, the, the nigga swerving, trying to get away. He follows him off the exit at Belmont, follows him up there, past, I guess, at maybe the state police or local police, whatever, at some point, and got away with the shit. I'm just like, it was like 2.30 in the afternoon. Like, are you okay? Dog. Why are you this mad? Dog. It's nuts. Broad daylight. Broad daylight. 2.30 in the fucking afternoon. You Letting like, it scream. <laughs> like, the sh- I'm the shooter. Which I got to say? I'm the shooter and the driver. <laughs> I'm the shooter and the driver. <laughs> That's what's going on here. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, yeah. So it's like when people ask me, like, yeah, why y'all so dead set on getting the fuck out of here? This is why. Yeah. Because it, we've reached a point where mm. it's no crime with a purpose. And you could be the recipient of a robbery or a bullet or whatever, just that don't even belong to you. No. Motherfucker be targeting somebody else and see, oh shit, he got the... Did I did I tell you when the nigga pulled the hammer out with the bus? Did I tell you that no. shit? Yeah, right before I went out for my back. The uh, I'm making a turn on the York Street. You know what I'm saying? I'm already drawling because right. I'm making a turn on the York Street. <laughs> exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I turn on the York, the nigga was parked to where he was like, fuck, like in the bus jump. Yeah. So I blow the horn. And he moved up. So I'm like, come over to this side. Like, that way you're not in the bus zone. You come over here. 
mind you, the bull is getting ready to pull out of the spot. So I'm like, you go over there, you straight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The whole shit. The whole... So he comes to the left to go over there, but he don't wait for the bull to like pull all the way out. He just comes over and stops. Now you're completely blocking the street because now your ass is out in the street from where they're doing the construction in the gate. So now I'm like, yo, you're actually in a worse position than your first position. So I blow the horn like, yo, he pulling out, pull up. He jumps out the car, pulls the, the stick out, and like, like basically on some like to let it be shown shit, and then throw it under his coat. Like, man, I ain't moving this shit. I'm like, whatever. Fuck, I ain't paid by the hour, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If the police get dispatched, you're going to so be So tell you how crazy it was. He get out and start going across down the street. Like, he just like, fuck it. I'm leaving it there. I ain't moving this shit. But as he crossed the street now, the bus is in the, the intersection. Cop coming the fuck down 29th Street, he seen the shit and spun back, came back, hopped in the car. Yeah. and Because now it's like the second the cop get out or come up and you down the street and come to, they come to Who me. Who car is this? Who car is this? Oh, he went down the street. Now, granted, I ain't on no weird nut right. shit, but what if I was an older white driver or a younger Asian and woman? I seen him with the and, and he, get, yeah, you know what I'm saying? So he spun right around, came running back. Nigga waved at me and everything. <laughs> My bad, big dog. <laughs> And my whole thing is Yo. this. If you on any type of illegal nonsense, why not just... You're supposed to be extra courteous you, wh- to everybody. Wh- and, 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 give yourself some claps. Like, you yeah. need to be... Hey, what's going on? Hey, you need me to take the groceries in the crib, Miss Miss Bailey. Like, you need to be shaking hands and kissing. Baby. You need to be walking around this motherfucker like Clay Davis. Like the fact that you have the audacity to hop out, grab the stick, the unregistered stick, out of the random ass. Show ra- me the stick. Show the stick in broad daylight. And the, and I ain't moving this shit, nigga. Now what? And it's just like, okay. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I was there all night, nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> they got they got this many overtime sheets. <laughs> they got stacks of them shits. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so it's like, like, people are nuts. That's some real ass shit. Like, how are you this fucking aggressive and you completely drawling? Yeah, you ain't none of your shit right. You ain't, ain't got no driver's license. You ain't got no license to carry. This a ghost. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff? Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Gun. Like, everything about this is bad. It's, it's fucking eyelashes on the, the headlights. <laughs> right. So I know this ain't true. You car. riding around with 15 years <laughs> sentence on your ass, and you just still just like... Oh, with a big-ass mink fucking steering wheel. <laughs> Niggas is crazy. The other night when we was at 59th Market, I left. I went up the street to the Rite Aid. Man, I was at that Rite Aid. I got out, went in, and got my shit. I was getting a car. Niggas was flying down 63rd Street in Crown Vicks. I'm like, yo, not even trying to be funny. I didn't even know Crown Vicks could get up to that speed. <laughs> it was all tuned up. I'm like, yo, he must have had like some type of something. Like, uh, remember Taxi, Queen Latifah? <laughs> I'm like, that nigga got the Queen Latifah Crown Vicks. <laughs> nigga was flying down 63rd Street. I'm like, yeah, I got to get the fuck out of here, man. This shit ain't even safe, man. Yeah, no, the last, uh, the over the last two weeks, I've spent more time in West Philly than I have in the last two years. And I want to let all residents of West Philadelphia know I love y'all. I care about a lot of y'all. That shit is fucked up. No. And I never want to have to come there again if I don't have to, yo. It's really fucked up, man.
Like it, like it, like uh, like the boy said on uh, coming to America when they asked for a more meager apartment, you could take my spot. It's a real shithole. <laughs> West Philly is a real shithole, yo. And I'm sorry, y'all be mad at me, whatever the case may be. Y'all live there, y'all know it's fucked up. Yo. Somebody, I, I don't, I don't North man. And living in these gentrified areas, whether it be parts of West, like you know that little locust corridor and all of that, Hazel Street and all of that shit. What's so fucked up about black life in Philadelphia is like if you're a white person around there, ain't nobody going to bother you. Mm-mm. But if you're a nigga around there and you park in the bins or a Hellcat or whatever, you're a target now. Because you're so accessible and a nigga could do something to you and be back in the hood in three minutes. Y'all know I mentioned Paul Mooney all the time. Paul Mooney said that shit perfectly. He was like, who hates who? We got all this race problems, all this bullshit. Ain't no race problems. The biggest race problems is us amongst ourselves. He's like, I no, live. No doubt about that. He's like, I live in Harlem. White people can walk around naked. Ain't nobody fucking with them. Nigga walk down the street, he get his head bust open. You know what I'm saying? Seriously, that shit real. It's 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 inherently I, programmed in us to hate each other. I dog. I drive the bus, the, you know, the 48, 49, all shit, 29th Street. I tell you, them white folks be walking dogs now on 29th and Ridge, 29th and Diamond, 29th and Dolphin. Without all, a care in the world. Without a I'm talking about that shit look crazy outside. They walking the little dog. Dog got a bandana around his neck. Real white shit. You know what I'm saying? Dog set tripping in there. <laughs> <laughs> dog got a red bandana on a, on a crip corner in there. You see dogs with a little bandanas <laughs> and shit? Yeah. They be they, they be outside watering they pot. You drive down 29th Street from like Oxford to Jefferson. It's you got niggas sitting on the steps smoking weed and shooting dice. Two steps over, it's a white woman watering her plants. Two two doors over, it's niggas just sitting there. They barbecuing, playing spades, and smoking hookah. Two doors next to that, it's a white dude working on his motorcycle. That shit looks crazy now. Yeah. And then white folks walk around without a care in the motherfucking world. Because it's already understood. If y'all y'all niggas could kill all the niggas y'all want, yeah. y'all could kill all the Raheems and Britneys and all that y'all want. Touch me though. Touch me though. You going? They going fucking the whole weight of the fucking PPD. The FBI, the CIA, all that shit coming down. Rizzo coming back. <laughs> Touch me if you want to. Uh, we gonna bust you. We gonna bust y'all niggas' heads and ask questions later. We just going. That's how you get a whole neighborhood indicted. And you ever notice when it's a high profile John? It ain't even no rap. They get you. For example, forty eight hours later. Remember the boy who 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 robbed and shot the boy mm-hmm. on thirtieth and yep. Master and shit. Yeah. They picked him up in literally like forty eight hours. Yeah, dude. Then you seen the video of the, of the John dude was like, they pulled a gun on. Him. He's like, get that fucking gun out of my face, Tyrone. Get the fuck out of here. Like, is he new? Like, nigga, do you know where you at? He shot him. He was walking the dog. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They picked him at picked his ass up in forty eight hours. Mm-hmm. They like literally ain't even no rap to it. Like you're tripping. We coming to your mama house, your girlfriend job, and we we gonna get you. Because you're bugging. Yep. Because they families that could have shot Ray Ray and we'd wouldn't even bothered you. Gonna go kill that good Israeli man. Yeah, like, cause they, cause they, <laughs> like, cause a lot shit. of times it's legacy attached to this shit, and that's what niggas don't be understanding. You kill a white person or a Jewish person or somebody from Israel, whatever like that, they family money is paying for them to be here. Like they they already vetted this place out and said, okay, it's safe for you to be here. It's a gentrified area. It's transitional, blah, blah, blah. Ain't nobody going to bother you. So if you break the covenant and you bother one of these people, they're going to throw the book at your stupid ass. I remember when that shit happened. You know, it was up near my job. Mm-hmm. One of the niggas I worked with, but not much since. He's like, that should be cracking me up the way they treat these foreigners and shit. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, they on the news this morning talking about 
they got a $50,000 reward for any information leading to the arrest for the door. Like, I see niggas killed all the time. I've never seen no $50,000 reward. I'm like, bro, he's Israeli. His fucking synagogue fuck around and put the $50,000. i am like, the, the reality is y'all be out here killing and y'all don't even have 50,000 followers. Right. Like, you, you don't, don't have 50,000 rubles <laughs> or 50,000 pesos. <laughs> fucking uh, real. Like, y'all, you're like... That, that's family situations that be doing that. You know that you know how to be the, like the family. Yeah, group. absolutely. The, um, somebody recently uh got killed, and I it was black, and I saw the family was putting up twenty five thousand for the uh, information um in the murder or whatever. And it's just like yo, I don't think people realize that shit. Like people be giving a fuck. You know what I'm saying? When it's like some shit where it's like you know one of our loved ones, and we we re- yeah. we gonna get to the bottom of this yeah. shit. And we got more money. This is what we was just starting off. What DMX say? If it take all night, like we gonna get to the bottom of this yeah. shit. Here. Yeah. So it's uh just to to round up the conversation we had with Curtin Morgan. You know, like I said it on there. I personally said about a year ago, y'all got four or five years left for doing what y'all want in these little pockets. Yeah. And honestly, the more and more I come out and be around, it's it no, it, it might be shorter. Yeah. The window might be shorter. Yeah. Seriously. I was talking to an unnamed political affiliate this morning, and in the conversation that we have, he was talking about the very specific fact of, like, the reason why they not even publicizing and talking about what the feds are doing no more is because the feds is doing what the feds always do. Gathering intel, rounding up niggas, creating affiliations, putting fucking putting uh, niggas under motherfucking triangles and all of that shit, mm-hmm. and they're going to end up swooping up 222 niggas right. all at the same time, and you're going to single-handedly see a drop in crime when that happens because they're methodical and they're tactical and they do not miss. So just because we ain't, we ain't hearing these people on the news every week like they was when they first announced it doesn't mean that they not still working and gathering shit. they just trying to figure out who belonged to who, let you sell a couple more bricks, let you shoot a couple more niggas, Add all of that to the indictment to where now everybody's minimum is 15 years in prison. And the nigga at the top, you getting 30 with an elbow attached to that shit. They're going to be calling niggas that's 23, 24 years old gang leaders, hitting them with gang chief charges and all of that shit and Ricos and all that shit where you get 60 years. Charging motherfuckers with fucking, oh, you, oh y'all doing, oh, it's 10 of y'all niggas doing robberies, huh? Cool, we're going to charge y'all with 556 counts of aggravated attempted robbery because the community that you robbed somebody, that you robbed four people in, it's 556 residents, so we don't know who you was trying to rob because you kept coming back. So now, yeah, y'all get 556 counts of aggravated robbery and everything runs uh, consecutive, not uh, together. Yeah, the only bright side to this shit is that you, you'll get to, at one point, be called old man. In prison. Mm-hmm. The old man. Yeah. Like Hoover. Yep. Shit is wild. You know what somebody mentioned to me the other day? I guess it's staying on subject, but maybe, a, I guess, a little bit of a ride. He was telling me how, and he's not like the, the streetest of people or whatever, but, you know, you embrace that shit because it's kind of what's glorified. Yeah. But he said how he recently watched a documentary on Rayful Edmonds, and he was like, yo, I really didn't even, like, know who... He's like, it's crazy. I've never even really seen pictures of this dude. Because you know how they, like, glorify, like, Alpo and uh, what's the nigga 50 was beaten with? Supreme. Supreme, yeah. And, and Tukey Williams and, you know. you there Buster are, Cody and all these. There guys. are certain historic crime figures, you know, that, like. But realistically, you'd be surprised how many young Philadelphians probably can't pick Aaron Jones out of a, out exactly. of a lineup. You know what I mean? Like, because mm-hmm. you, you just don't see these people like yeah. that. And 
he was like, I always heard about this Rayful Edmonds guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. And he was like, in recent times, people have compared Meech to him. And he was like, it's crazy because growing up in this, he's younger, of course. Yeah. And he's like, growing up in this, you know, climate, Big Meech is like the greatest drug dealer and gangster urban nigga ever. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's literally like, you know, Capone, Meech, and fucking, <laughs> you know, like, it, it's Straight like. Straight up. So he's like. What my old head was telling, like, cause he, I'm like, dog, Meech made 300 million trapping. Yeah. And he's like, my old head, like, oh yeah, Rayful Emmons did that shit. And he like, no, he didn't. He was like, no, really. No, like, really he's like, no, that nigga like ran DC. Like, from like, like, from like 18 to 24 years old, like as a baby, he did it. And he was like, dog, like when Meech went down, like literally like all them people, like it was a complete organization. He's like, my old head was like, yeah, Rayful, his mom, everybody, like there was like 40 of them. Yeah. You know what I'm like, it's like literally it's the same shit. Yeah. And he's like, his old, he's like, my oil was like, apparently the uh, the coach from Georgetown had yeah. to step to him because he was coming in and fucking with Zoe and everybody. And I'm like, yeah, nigga, Rayful yeah. Edmonds. Like, yeah. So he was like, he found a documentary about Rayful Edmonds and he watched the shit. And he's like, one thing, and it, this is the, the, the part I like about him. Shout out, J.O. Like, the part I like about him is that he, he, he can put shit together. And he's like, I'm watching the documentary and they were saying how in... The District of Columbia, you know, D.C., Washington, Rayful Edmonds had it on smash. They said his young boys, like, literally, they was like niggas who was 17, 18, had nine cars. Yeah. They was, like, interviewing a nigga in the documentary. Like, he was 17. They got a Maserati, two BMWs, a Porsche. Like, and he was a young boy. You know what I'm saying? And they say in the documentary how Rayful Edmonds was bringing in so much coke and so much shit going on. And when he got indicted and fell down, he was able to still move mad coke from in the jail. Yeah. <laughs> so then they put him on basically like, uh, what's the shit from Pelican Bay? Uh, oh, like a 24-hour lockdown. Right. Like basically like you in a hole now. You can't yeah. do shit. No phone, no yeah, visits. 23 no, and 1. Right. And they picked his whole family up. So they say in the documentary, the very next year after he went down, the murder rate rise was so heavy that D.C. became the murder capital. They increased 300-plus murders the very next year. Yeah. And he was like, seeing that shit made me really feel how we would just went through, like, this poor pandemic shit where yep. that money was around. It was like... I'm going to kill you next week. It was like <laughs> motherfuckers was, was on, on chills, but yeah. it's like now that shit going... You just seeing an influx in every type of crime. And I'm like, yeah, because what happens in those situations is, like, look at Rayful Edmonds. You're bringing in this much coke, this much work, where everybody's getting work for you. Grams was like $16 or less, right. my nigga. Like, that's what the rap said. You know what I'm saying? So think about Grams being $16. If Grams is $16, you know how much a brick is? A brick less than a dub. Pennies. Pennies. Compared to now. Yeah, and he getting 700 of them. You see what I'm saying? To the point where you you just giving them Jones away. Yeah. Here go 25. Here go 30 for you. Bring me back. Whatever. Here go this for Yeah, that. because niggas that's getting to that type of weight and that getting that type of money, they compartmentalize their time above everything and they understand that that back and forth shit is how you go to jail. Right. So it's like, no, you got, oh, what you got money for? Five? Cool. Come bring me the money for the five and take 25. So now you owe me money for 20 and just see me when you see me. Mm-hmm. Because I'm not going to keep running back and forth with you doing five, 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 five. It's the same charge. Right. And the federal system is five kilos or above. I might as well sell you 25. I'm going to sell you five. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. So it's like, 
and I, I was we were just having a conversation where it's like the trickle down, right? Yeah. So when money is coming in at that fast of a rate and you got that much work going on, not trying to be funny, you got two sides to the street shit. You got the hustlers, you got the stealers, right? The hustlers and the takers. That's what it is. When you getting that much coke and bringing it in all the time to where you're flooding everything, all the trappers is happy. Yeah. They're ecstatic because they, they can't believe how much they got to go trap. They can't believe how much they phone ringing, how much they getting. That's you got it on smash. Yeah. Then when it comes to the takers, you're essentially employing all these. Yeah, niggas. exactly. I know you. I know you take money and you blah 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 blah. Come take a security job with me. I'm gonna pay you five thousand a week to make sure that such and such such and such. And you employ all them niggas. That's what Alpha was doing with Wayne Perry yeah. and all them niggas down there. Like yeah, who, the, who the toughest nigga down here? Wayne Perry introduced me to him. You be stealing, right? What you get a week when you steal thirty grand? All right, well, I'm gonna double that now. You just my man. Yeah, you you my head of security. Yeah. Kill anybody. What I gotta do for this? Kill anybody I tell you to kill? Oh, I was gonna do. I'll kill niggas anyway. I was gonna, I was gonna kill them. Anyway. <laughs> I can't kill the nigga over hash brown before. I definitely <laughs> kill a nigga for sixty grand a week. Like, <laughs> you shit me. <laughs> kill the nigga for wearing the same shoes as me to a party. I ain't even know the nigga. Oh, so I'm like, when you're doing that much shit and you got that much on Smash, everybody's eating. Look at paid in full. It was all good till the bricks ran out. Yep. Then Alpo said, "Well, you got fourteen in that because there ain't no bricks out here." Yeah. Ain't no bricks for me to sell. My phone keep ringing for bricks. I got to tell, tell these niggas no bricks. I got 18 niggas that want bricks. You got 14. That means I only got four more niggas I got to find bricks I, I got a lot to for the rest of the week. <laughs> <laughs> right. So when you when you bringing it in and you making that much money, everybody's happy to where it's like, perfect example. You ever like be doing whatever the fuck you doing and somebody do some stupid shit to bring the law to the block? What's the first thing they say? You making it hot. Yeah, you got to get the fuck from around you here. You drawing. That's what it is because yeah. we getting money and we doing what we doing. You in the way, so when when you getting money and really really having it to where the young boy got seven cars, anything that fucks that up is in the way. You yeah. tripping, get yep. the fuck out of here. You gotta go. Here goes two fifty to go away. To go away, you tripping. Yeah, you come up here again, we gonna kill you. You see him right here, yeah. he gonna kill you. You yeah. come back. Yeah, take the two hundred fifty grand. Go yeah. where the fuck you going? Virginia, Alabama, wherever you going, get out, get out of this situation. So of course, Rafa went down, and you know DC was really never able to recover yeah. to the point where that you know they had like eight hundred murders one year, yeah, like it, was it got crazy, it shit. got ridiculous. And what it is is everybody goes into scramble yeah. mode. All the takers is now scrambling to the hustlers. The hustlers is trying to get out the way. Niggas is going to New York, Jersey, Florida, you know, Tallahassee, all kinds of shit. To where everybody's in a mad, mad scramble and mad dash for any and everything they could get their hands on because the well has run dry. Exactly. And that's kind of where we are as just a, a, a nation right now where, you know, the fact that you got motherfuckers out here looking for the next PPP, yeah. I know it's coming. You would We would have been better off not giving the niggas the money than giving it to them and just taking it away so sharply. Because, like we talk about all the time on this show, if you making 50000 a year and then you get a raise and now you're making seventy five, by your third paycheck for, at the 75000 pay rate, you eating better, you tricking more, you, oh, you getting ready to go to Tulum, all of this shit. Like, you already spending that money by the, by the second, third extra paycheck come. So if you giving niggas motherfucking uh, $1,200 a week for however long, for a year, then you giving them uh, 1000 a week for, an- for another six months. Then you giving them uh, $920 a week for another six months. Like, then they just getting nothing? Like you said perfectly, it only takes you two pay periods to adjust. So if you go from making no money to now you getting $20,000, like, not even trying to be funny, if they haul up and hit you with $20,000 twice, in your mind, you like the twenty thousands is never stopping. Yeah, that's mental. Yeah, 
I got 20 once and I got 20 again. I said, I get get six more. (laughs) So when that shit, like you say, it come to a screeching halt, it's like, whoa, I got to get 20. I know this. Look at this nigga right here with the nice shoes. I know he got at least six. Right. Not thousand hundred. So right. I'm, now I'm at, I got nineteen four. I gotta get to, get to twenty. I'm just chopping it down. I'm just chopping it down. And that's where we at. Where people are legitimately forced to not even forced. I'm, I'm gonna say mentally forcing themselves yeah. to do shit that a they shouldn't be doing. B they're just not good at doing. And and C. They not ready for the consequences of their actions when the bullshit catch up to them, no. whether that be the nigga that they trying to rob or shoot, shooting back, or the police grabbing their ass and charging them with some crazy shit and squeezing them and making them tell on the whole fucking game. Yeah. So take y'all stupid asses to trade school, learn how to fucking weld or do electricity or something, try to get you in a union, you'll be making 90000 by your second year. Y'all can lead this dumb shit that y'all doing alone. I, I cannot understand why. Well, I can understand why. It's the low-hanging fruit aspect of just no, like, no, 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 no. I'm going to just jump out here and do whatever. I wasn't even going to say as far as like the actual goings-ons. I was going to say more so, perfect example. Like, you were a party promoter, yes? I drive, True. I drive the bus, right? That was what we're doing as far as occupations. You come to me and say, yo... I really think we got like magic, like chemistry as far as our conversation. We should be putting this on something. I think we need to start a podcast. And then I agree to it. We start a podcast. You didn't come to me and say, hey, listen, the white boy on 3G. <laughs> I know he got some dope in there. I, 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 <laughs> I don't sell dope and neither do you, but I feel like it's some dope in there. Don't neither of us sell dope or need dope, but it's some dope I in there. I know it's some dope in there. I know it's in there. <laughs> I know he in I know there. a dope nigga when I see one. I know he in there. <laughs> like, remember you talking about the bitch in the car? You said, I know he in there. <laughs> bitch, I ain't, I ain't seen no DTSs around here ever before. He said, I can't prove it, but I know he in <laughs> But yeah, it's like, if you would have came to me and said that, I'd have been like, oh, right, well, yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll hit you from tomorrow. I'll let you know. I'd love you. Like, Chad's out of his fucking mind. This nigga's losing his shit. <laughs> nigga's true. I come to you like, yo, let's rob a train. Yeah, like, Pete, like Peter yeah, Griffin told fucking yeah. Lois' dad, let's rob a yeah. train. Nigga. Like motherfucking, uh, what was their names from Django? Uh, the, the, the Smitty McCall gang. <laughs> like, we're going to rob the stagecoach, nigga. Like, stupid shit. Absolute nonsense. And that that's what it is. It's like, yo... I, like I was about to say, I can't understand it, but I can. Society, women, y- y'all ain't off the hook. Listen, women, they girlfriends, baby moms, and they moms put the press on them, and they be forcing these niggas to make decisions and take on actions that they are not ready for the consequences of. And even deeper, you got women who like legitimately like. Want that as far as a nigga. I, I like street niggas. I want that. I'm only fucking with a street nigga. All you bonehead, hard-headed, push a T loving bitches. It's just that, <laughs> that shit. Real. I saw some real tough hoes this past week going crazy about that number one. <laughs> Seriously. Like, that shit is cool to want that, but you got to be ready for the reality. When when that shit hit, it's going to hit hard to the motherfucker. Yes, it is like a ton of bricks. You know what I'm saying? And... There's nothing wrong, and this is the, the best part about life. There's nothing wrong with not being built for this shit. There's nothing wrong with that. 
it's better that you are self-aware and know you're not built for the dumb shit so oh. that you don't end up in a situation where you perpetuating a fraud for the sake of trying to look cool and have that appearance and that street image, and then you get locked up, you get squeezed, and then you tell, and now you're a fucking rat. When all you had to do was just fucking go to electrician school. You ever hear a motherfucker be like, I was the man in jail? What did you do? Yeah. <laughs> what, what did you do exactly? I would, man, I was getting all the soups, <laughs> like all the hand jobs. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Because I'm the man at Chipotle. Like, I, I walked in Chipotle <laughs> yesterday. They, they, oh, what's up? <laughs> what's up? Like, like, what did you do exactly? But that's me being self-aware. I know I'm not going to jail. I know that. You know what I'm saying? What 50 Cent say? Uh, made enough money. I know I'm never going to jail again. Like, duh, I, I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm at this big age. I ain't going to jail for nothing except if we come across a Ponzi scheme. That's that, that look appetizing yeah. enough. Yeah. Like, you know, Chad trying to take two billion, yeah, right? Three billion dollar <laughs> Ponzi scheme, whatever, you know, a little fair, you little, know, little, little camp. Yeah, a little camp. I can, do the, I can do the camp. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, three years at a camp. I go up there, yeah. teach class and shit, be home yeah. in a year and a half. I could do the camp all day. You know what I'm saying? But no, that's real but shit. But regular state, Stab you on the tear nah. and throw you over prison. Nah. I ain't going to that joint. Yeah. Not at this big age. Y'all got me fucked up. I heard I, I had a nigga tell me a story. He was in jail, you know, state road and shit the county. You know, and you know a lot of people will tell you that the county is crazier than like upstate. Yeah, because you can't bid in the county. And right. it's like depending on what's going on that particular day or week that you come in, they overbooked. It ain't no bids. You sleeping on a fucking cot on the floor. You might just be sleeping on a slice of toast on the floor. Not even a, they don't even have a cot for you. We out of bids completely. And you can't really bid. And it's gonna go in order of whoever the fuck how niggas came in here, that's how they gonna go out. They either gonna get bailed out or they gonna get fucking they gonna go through quarantine, they gonna get transferred up, they gonna get a bunk, all that bullshit. Like yeah. But he was telling me the story how he had some beef with somebody or whatever and they they ran into each other in the in the in the jail or whatever. And he's he's telling me this shit and I'm just I I'm not trying to be I thought he was like telling me about a movie he had just watched. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I kind of had got <laughs> lost in what he was saying. Like I thought he was telling me about some new shit on HBO or something. <laughs> Cuz it was insane. And he was basically like, yeah, you know, they was beefing whatever whatever had they little words. He was like he sees the nigga in the jail whatever they had words in the uh what they call the food situation uh where you eat. The, oh, the mess hall. There's a chow. Yeah, chow. They call it, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. niggas. He's like, I see the nigga chow, whatever, whatever. Like, I ain't, you know, whatever, you know. He's like, two days later, nigga, I'm cell open up. I'm walking out the cell, nigga, right there. You know what I'm saying? With the joint, start poking me and shit. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't even ready for this shit. Nigga caught me on my arm, caught me under my arm, my side, my leg, caught me on the back of my ass and shit. I had to hop off the motherfucking joint. I'm like, hop off the what? He was like the fucking tear. Nigga, I had to, like, nigga was, he was, he, I ain't gonna, he was, he was on, he wasn't on some bullshit. The nigga was, he was, he was, <laughs> he was trying to kill me. He, he was, was trying, trying to kill me. me. He's like, I fuck with him for that. I'm like, you fuck with him. I'm like, <laughs> like what, man? <laughs> I don't fuck with no nigga that tried to kill me. <laughs> and it's just like, it's like a game. Like, yeah, nigga was, nah, I, you know, I was unprepared. You know what I'm saying? I, can't, <laughs> I was laughing. I can't do nothing but respect that. <laughs> Because <laughs> if it was me, I would have killed him. You yeah, know what I'm saying? It's just like, I ain't going. That's there. a rough life. I ain't going. No, there. I'm not going. Listen, we, <laughs> mom, you got to sell the house. Hey, I'm not going. We getting we getting Meshach listen. or or Kogan. We getting oh, one of the top attorneys. Oh, like, oh. Kev, you got to come defend no, me criminally. I'm not going. Hey. I'm not going. Hey. 
I'll be all the bitch ass niggas in the world. I'm not yeah. going. We're going to fight this case tooth and nail. Yeah, I'm not going. You Dunbar, everybody. <laughs> I need we everybody gotta, we gotta get the whole firm on this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, they trying to say I, I, I killed the nigga. Motherfucking I, top dog. I need the nigga <laughs> with the patch. <laughs> I got a whole team down my there. Man, my man, Rich Giuliani, all you motherfuckers. Got a free living there. <laughs> got 19 lawyers. <laughs> hey, tweaking in this jail, yo. Ain't no fucking way. Ain't no way. Ain't no way. No. Yeah, that's insane. No. I had to nope. jump over the tear. Nope. Yeah. No, thank you. Jumped off that jump. He telling me the story. I'm just like, yeah, I'm going to run into that nigga again. What's up with you, though? I'm like, shh. <laughs> nothing, nothing is exciting. You know what I'm saying? That like, all the real niggas did her in jail shit scarred the black community. Because motherfuckers mm. took the bait on it and really believed it. And the two those, those overnight Jones I did in jail... It's all weirdos in that joint. Yeah. I promise you, all them niggas is strange as shit. <laughs> them niggas is weird dudes, and there's mad niggas in jail for like public intoxication, yeah. shitting on a uh, shitting on a landmark, like goofy ass <laughs> charges. Like these are weird motherfuckers, man. Like I told you, my man was locked up, and he, his bill actually got revoked. You know what I'm saying? On some like bullshit, like he has some case shit going on out out the county. <laughs> He 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 had his girl come bail his two cellmates out because he was in like a pod with two other motherfuckers. He's like the one nigga bail was seven hundred dollars. Yeah, other nigga bail was like thirteen hundred. Yeah, that He's one like, the one night I was in the pond box, young boy bail was five hundred and thirty two dollars. Yeah. He was like, all right, so <laughs> my mom got a deuce. You know what I'm saying? My mom got a deuce. Um, this girl owe me forty dollars. <laughs> like he was really like. You can hear him out loud because he didn't have no internal dialogue. So he really was like piecing this whole shit together. And I'm just like, bruh, like, I'm right. I was ready to bail the nigga out. Like, this girl will be 40 dollars. <laughs> no, that's real shit, man. My dog, he straight bailed out his had his girl come. Like, I can't even get bail. You know what I'm saying? But y'all two weird niggas don't need to be in this joint. And he was like, they were so, oh, thank you, sir. Still calling me, sir. I'm three years younger than this nigga. <laughs> thank you, sir. Cause it's like they asses was gonna sit in here for seven to nine months. Yep, so they court date. Yeah, yeah, sit in here for a half of a year behind seven hundred bucks. Absolutely not. But like, listen, man, you better swipe that credit card. And get oh, the fuck out of here. do y'all take credit? <laughs> nigga, you better what? Swipe that credit card. Get me the fuck out of here. Yo, yo. I'll call everybody, nigga. I know you got a Navy Federal with twenty six thousand available. Bring your ass down here. <laughs> like what? No, he straight had her bill out of them. He's like, y'all don't need to play. How much is your shit? 700, his shit 1220. Why the fuck y'all in here? How long y'all been here? I've been here three weeks. How long you been here? A month and a half. You been here a month and a half for $1,220? Yeah. Nigga, what? He's like, I wish they'd tell me right now $1,220. Like, get the fuck out. Like, like, I got that in my pocket. <laughs> Yo, y'all got my y'all got my bell money in the claim. He in the claims. A, he had a, 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 a retainer for a fucking uh, shooting out the county. So that you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, like yeah, when yeah, that yeah. shit, they won't. You know what I'm saying? He's yeah, like detainer. They call it a detainer. They call it a dipsy. I called it a retainer. You know, they had to, they dropped the dipsy on me, so yeah. they held me and shit. I was hoping that John cleared, I could get right out. No, they he had to sit. So for his, for that, he's just looking like, why are y'all in this John? Like you know what I'm saying? Come get them the fuck out of here. He's like the nigga was really thanking me, like yeah. thank you so much, sir. Because he was going to sit, for, yeah. he was going to sit for mad long yeah. and yeah. have to go back. They're going to have to bust you up yeah. and everything to take you to court. Yeah. 
You That's nut ass nigga. Thank you for bailing me out. I'm about to go rob Kmart <laughs> and I'll be back tomorrow. <laughs> but thank you for letting me out tonight. Okay. That's a crazy life, dog. You, Adelphia. You, 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 you know what's another one? Since we talking about it. You ever have your criminal friends call you for bail money when you're working? Mm-hmm. And you just like, why are you not? Because my thing is this. I, I work and have a savings account. You crime, do crime because that's supposed to be fast money. Yeah. Why, why do you do crime and not have no savings? How am I saving with slow money? Hell, you this, know what this I'm is saying? all bad. This is all wrong. Because I, st- I went to Eddie V's the other night. <laughs> yeah, I still be eating this shit. I had the truffle mac. I had the truffle mac. <laughs> like, I be eating and buying shoes and going places. And still can see. And still save some money. But you, with all this fast money and crime and shit, you get pinched and now you calling your working homie over. Oh, I need, need you, bro. You don't need nickel from you, bro. I had a nigga hit me with that. And I, I was like, all right, I got the nickel. Uh, like, so you just want me to come bail it, put put it on the joint, and then come scoop you? He's like, well, I, I, I'm i going to get a nickel from you. The whole joint 25, but I didn't want to hit you for the whole 20. <laughs> like, nigga, do you want to come home like, or not? Man, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, so, yeah. Oh, you got to meet my grandma yeah. at the Bell Bonds yeah. across the street from CFCF. <laughs> She gonna have the other two thousand. You ever met my aunt Tracy? I think you met her. Remember who was at the? You know my aunt Tracy, light skin, fat ass. You yeah, see my aunt yeah. Tracy? <laughs> I heard a nigga describe my aunt. My aunt with the fat ass. My aunt with the little titties and the fat ass. You see my aunt Tracy before? I see you looking at my aunt. I be looking at her. That's my aunt, and I be looking at her. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to really figure out like how much. Oh, how much why would a nigga aunt, describe aunt aunt like <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how much aunt she is. You know what I'm saying? You know my aunt with the real fat ass, little green eyes and shit, pretty little feet. Yeah, her. You know what I'm saying? She gonna meet you down there right in front of Whole Foods. You gotta go to Santander next door. She gonna take the money and give it to you, and you can meet my grandma at the Bell Bonds. That way, I'll probably be out tomorrow. A nigga I know got locked up for pulling out a gun on his girl in the house in front of her son. The commode through the commotion and this and this and this. The neighbor hears it. Calls the police. Police come. This nigga's drunk off his ass. It's her legally registered gun. And he gets his stupid ass locked up. So you may, again, process oriented. Through every step in the process, you was wrong. You you got drunk as fuck. You drove drunk as fuck. Came home on angles. Got to an argument with your girl. Took her gun. Pointed her. Bitch, I'll kill you in this Mm -hmm. motherfucker. To the point where the neighbors heard you. She had to then come put together a bail package including putting her house down, plus get five people to sign for you as, like, we responsible for your whereabouts. And I'm just like, what? I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, hey, let me ask you something, retarded nigga's girlfriend. How did I get on the call? No, because they know you got businesses and this and this. So it's like, you ain't got to leverage the business. You just, we just want to know. Oh, that, well, don't worry. Oh, no, that's I, not happening. I wasn't doing <laughs> don't that. Don't even worry about that. None of that was happening. The podcast and 329 Investments yeah. was not going on the line for this dumbass nigga. Yeah. Then the nigga proceeds to get out of jail. They, You would think that at this point, it's whatever you say, baby. You didn't put the crib up, got me out of jail. I was tripping, blah, blah, blah. They proceed to get into it. She kicked the nigga out of the house. His next court appearance he go to, she didn't revoke the bail package. They lock his stupid ass up. He been locked up ever since. Mm. You go to court for like a little penny any like a bullshit weed possession case. You get locked the fuck up. I'm like, oh yeah, by the way, uh, Mr. Broken Ball, yeah, come with us. What you mean? Oh yeah, no, your bell was revoked on that other case, the terroristic threats and the 
illegal possession of a firearm and all that shit. Yeah, no, come with us. Nigga been locked up ever since like last June. Man, it's all bad out here. We be having the Jones, man, where it's like, you, you like we talked about before, you, you'll get the gift from God. God will just bless you with a Jones. And it's like, Look at Kev. I I know Kev hates being the subject and shit. But actually, I think Kev enjoys it. He, he loves, loves it. Yeah, he loves it. What the fuck am I talking about? <laughs> he, he fucking he absolutely loves it. But Kev got the mulligan of a lifetime and made something out of the shit. You know what I'm saying? He said, if I stay doing this dumb shit, dead or in jail, I'm gonna kill a nigga or somebody's gonna kill me. They already tried to kill me. Motherfucker turned his whole entire life around and said, you know what? I am smart. I am fucking do got a fucking lightning rod of a personality. People like me. Let me use these fucking skills to do something positive instead of selling drugs and getting my ass shot every week. Right. And now look. <laughs> getting my ass shot every week. It's funny. <laughs> and now look. This motherfucker has, this nigga is, should be the subject of a, of a film. Real shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like his story is the stuff that, this is, that's the, the real American dream. If nothing, it's the black American yeah, dream. Yeah, for you to go from where you like a fucking, you know, young knucklehead drug dealer getting into shootings and shit. To one of the top to attorneys you, in the yeah, country. Yeah, like you turned it all the way around. And, and literally he was locked up and got out on, on some motion to suppress shit where it's like, all right, got the gift. We running. And it's like, yeah, like there comes a point where it just, and you know, me and him had a conversation other we just talking about life and how like everything went and go where, you know, things are going to get thrown at you and they're going to be rough and they're going to be terrible and they're going to be difficult. But it's like, if you don't bend from your, your, your vision, you can really get to whatever the fuck it is you want to do. And we got so many people out here that are just so easily swayed and misled and start doing dumbass shit. You motherfuckers was going into fraud and all kinds of crazy shit yep. over these last couple. Where like people who never did no fraud is going down left and right yeah. for PPP fraud. I know motherfuckers who left real jobs to go fake employ themselves for PPP. Yeah, yeah, like Big Daddy's lawn care. Yeah. <laughs> Three hundred thousand from the SBA. You're going to jail, nigga. Big Daddy's long. <laughs> you going to jail, nigga? Like I'm not even the one pushing this paperwork through, and I know you're going to jail. Why you don't know? Like, what, drip entertainment, nigga. Like, yeah. <laughs> they tell you in the fucking PPP application, anything over fifty thousand is federally pursuable and chargeable. They tell you. So you would think you'd want to stay. And at 100000 it compounds. The yeah. charges compound at 100000 yeah. <laughs> So maybe just stay under 40. 49.5. You cool. Yeah. Even when you try to get a business credit card from Navy Fire, they tell you, yo, anything over 33000 or some shit like that, we need financials mm -hmm. and proof. We can't just go off a of PG, mm -hmm. off a of personal guarantor. Right. We need verification. So you think the government is just going to give you 300000 with no type of verification? And that even if they don't ask for it up front because your credit score qualifies you to get the money, at some point they're going to want to know who the fuck they gave their bread to. Right. Mm. We've been looking for Big Daddy's lawn care <laughs> on Yellow Pages. And nothing. We can't find Big Daddy, no motherfucking lawn uh, mowers. We can't yeah. find no leaf blowers, no cutters, yeah. no nothing. Yeah. No shears. We can't find shit. Uh. Fucking insane, man. But yeah, so we, apparently he's running a 100 person yeah. fucking lawn care uh, landscaping company out of a one bedroom apartment yeah. in Omni. Yeah, remember motherfuckers was doing a saying they had 50 employees and it was literally out of an apartment and all this crazy. And that's what I mean. You had people who literally just was like, man, I'm, 
I'm going into a life of fraud. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. You know what I mean? All bad. Um, it's crazy we've been talking for an hour. Yeah, this was an unexpectedly great show, man. There's just so much going on that it's easy yeah. to just jump in and out of these talking points because the nonsense is just, we could just, we, I could just read the news on here and it'll be the most compelling <laughs> shit ain't that ever. crazy? I could just read the last week of the news, the headlines. Like, like if I had one of those narrator voices, I could read the newspaper and that'd be a good film. That shit is terrible. Shit is insane, man. Like y'all just do, have you noticed the violence on like the the, the trains? Yes. Like the septa train, the yeah, L. Motherfuckers are preying on people. They, the other day, say straight said a motherfucker held somebody hostage on the train because he asked him for a dollar and he said no. <laughs> you think you going to work, nigga? <laughs> you, you with me today? Got something for you, nigga. <laughs> Next stop, nigga, get off. <laughs> what? <laughs> Little ass. One inch blade. What? Hey. I'm gonna introduce you to I my knife. I was reading this shit the other day. I'm like, what, man? Said the guy asked the guy for a dollar. He said, no, nigga straight held him hostage. You ain't gotta hold me hostage for a dollar, bro. I'm sorry. I fucked up. I fucked up. I apologize. You got cash up. Because I don't got no cash. Take 20. Here's 20. I got cash up. <laughs> That's nuts, yo. Hey. You ain't holding me hostage for no hey. dollar. Holding me hostage is crazy. Like, that's the L now. That shit, you know, that shit is like underground. It's like, why? Hey, all that shit, uh, 15th and uh, JFK, 15th and Market, I mean, yeah. the clothespin. Like, the clothespin, you'll get your issue. Yo. You will get your whole issue at the clothespin. I, I wish I would. Like, absolutely fucking not. I saw a report today where it was like, they put this, this APB out of five people who robbed people at the clothespin. So, I'm... Reading it, thinking it was like, oh, five people robbed somebody at the clothespin. Mm-hmm. But then when you see the pictures, it's like this joint is sunny. It was raining on that day. It was no, it's like five uh, different like, robberies. Motherfuckers who came to rob. So basically, it's like you basically you want to get your, your first robbery, go to the clothespin. Motherfuckers <laughs> <laughs> just down there robbing. Now we used to be robbing at Love Park. Yeah. We had the clothespin. Yeah, we had the clothespin with it now. Yeah. Niggas be having all type of iPhones, iPads, yeah. all kind of shit. You, you get your first joint easy. Like I, got, I got three pair of AirPods the other day. <laughs> just back to back to back. <laughs> just back to back to back like that. It's almost like they knew I was there. Yeah, they knew that what to have for me. You know what I'm saying? I've been listening to all kinds of shit all week. I'm listening to New Future, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, yeah, it's like just, it's, it's that where like the crime is so petty and so nonsense to where it's just like, huh? Like, the shit's on the train. You, you're just like, what? Like, it, this doesn't even make sense. Yeah. All bad. Super bad. Super bad, super terrible, man. So, you know, to put a nice, pretty bow on this, man, be safe wherever y'all at. Um, you know, if you if you don't have a legally registered firearm and you eligible, go get one. Um, get you a license to carry so that, you know, you can, you know, conceal carry. Uh, make sure that you're aware of the laws and all that as far as traveling with these firearms and all of that shit. That's very important. Also, don't want you to jam yourself up thinking that your license to carry is a license to kill and y'all just fucking taking the gat everywhere like you Steven Seagal. I don't want y'all to do that neither. I want y'all to do whatever we tell y'all to do in the show. We want y'all to do it responsibly. Mm-hmm. Um, and measured and, you know, and understand the levity of what you're getting yourself into. Um, there's Utah classes that take place pretty much every month. Once you establish your license to carry for Pennsylvania and stuff, you can have it to where you're able to travel to other places with your firearm, legally registered and all of that. 
Do not take your gun into New Jersey or New York, though. You will get fucked around. They don't care nothing about your, your, your license to carry up there. The scrutiny is completely different. They are like a no-gun zone. Uh, two states that are pretty much no-gun zones, they don't play that shit. Like the other day, I was already out and decided I was going to Cherry Hill um, to go to uh, the DXL and to the... Uh Another store. Yeah, and yeah, the, yeah. Uh, <laughs> and another store. And another store. <laughs> another place. Yeah, another place. And um, I had to, like, double back to come put yeah. my gun in the crib. Because it's just like, it's, it's one of them drones where it's like, the chances of you getting pulled over and them searching the car and finding it, probably slim to Very slight. But you don't want to put yourself in that predicament. But it's like, if a God, God forbid, somebody do something in the same car as you. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah, I, you fit I, the description. I've actually had that happen where, this one I had the Explorer. Somebody... Was a, there was a shooting out yeah. of a black explorer, and, and I come down 33rd Street. I'm talking about them cops converged on me. Yeah, you know the nigga was on. No, he was on my hood on his knees with the gun on the <laughs> windshield. Give me a reason. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? <laughs> nigga, nigga came ripped my door open. He's like, we just got a report of a shooting out of this town truck. Da, 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 da. Large black guy. I'm like, dog, I'm coming from work. I have my right. separate shit. I'm, like, I'm yeah. coming from work, bro. Don't give me that shit. Get out of this. <laughs> I don't want to hear that shit. Oh, you out here hardworking, nigga. Honey. Get out the car. Get out the trucks. Fucking hardworking ass nigga. The nigga got out of the car. I show him my license. I show him my ID. I'm like, bro, I'm not joking with you. I got off work at 747. It's 7.55. Like, I literally <laughs> right, I just, just left work. He's like, all right, we're going to take your Maybe it's some truth it. to this yeah. shit. Get your stupid ass out of here. Dumbass truck. Yeah, trade this piece of shit in. <laughs> running to you again I'm shooting first ask right. questions later hey, I'm talking about like no bullshit was like 15 of them converged on me so in that situation yeah. ain't nothing you can do and it's like you got your gun on you you know and the crazy part is I had it on me but I you know I, it was just so fast you yeah, never I, got that far like I, you, here's the crazy part you know in Pennsylvania you're not required to tell them you have it on you correct and you, you shouldn't yeah because that that like whew, yeah, heightens the heightens shit. the situation. But down in Carolina, my man Steve down there, when you you have to tell them, mm-hmm. like the second they walk up to the car, how you doing, officer? I understand you pulling me over. Just want to let you know, I got a registered firearm on my right side. Here goes my license. Whoopie. Like you have to tell them. Yeah. But up here, you don't. And like from a lot of different people, it's like if you say that shit, to you yeah, uh, you know what? I'm pulling you over, dude. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Hey, just so you know, I got a gun on me. <sighs> <laughs> 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 it's like that. Sprinkle like, some coke on this yeah, nigga. Yeah, like, but you shouldn't tell him. Yeah, this job. You absolutely yeah. shouldn't tell him. Yeah. Again, the responsibility, knowing the law, all of that is important, man. So we just want everybody to be safe, be careful. Um, you know, it's it's a trying time right now. Um, in the tri-state area, man. Crazy, real quick, crazy bro. It say it on your John down there. Like when you get your uh, gun yeah. permit down there, it says it on there. If pulled over by law enforcement, let them know immediately. You have this. Damn. Yeah, shit, crazy. Oof. It's just wild how different it be from yeah. state to state. And yeah, all that and, th- and that's the thing. Like the you know the Fed allows the states so much levity on how they govern you know their citizens pretty and shit anything, like that. Yeah. Like on pretty much anything, a lot of stuff is going to default to the states. That's like how recently they just decided to collectively cancel COVID, and they just said, "Yo, Biden said in, back in January, February, I'm not dealing with this no more. This is a state issue. Like I don't care. We told you niggas to get vaccinated. Y'all don't want to get vaccinated. Cool. Fuck you. I'm out of it." Let the states handle it individually. And then now, you know, it got to, you know, the point where, you know, the states that been saying ain't, ain't no COVID, ain't no fucking pandemic, they still doing what they doing. The fucking states that was, you know, was hard on it, they still on it. But the shit that went to the Supreme Court and all that, the Supreme Court is even like, ain't no mass mandate, that shit is over, COVID is canceled. Again, deal with this on a fucking state right. level. And now it's mask, uh, 
what do you call it? Mask optional, pretty much right. in all the remaining states that still uh, is still fighting the shit. But again, man, we appreciate y'all. We love y'all. Uh, again, we just want y'all to be safe, be careful, be informed, and in everything that y'all doing. And uh, that's pretty much it, man. We uh, we signing off for this episode again. Uh, tour is kicking off Thursday, May twelfth, uh, <clears throat> at the uh, Overbrook Night Market. So make sure y'all get y'all tickets for that. I'm sorry, we don't even need tickets for that. I'm tripping. Um, that's a free entry, free event. About to say you just yeah. you just you just killed half the people that was yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that's a free event. Everything. It's gonna, it's gonna be six thousand people <laughs> at the night market. Yeah, no, ain't no, ain't no damn tickets for that. Uh, you know, the last one they had up in uh, Overbrook, where they said they had about seventeen thousand people. So we trying to break that number. Um, we got thirty different food trucks, thirty seven percent of which are black and or uh, you know, uh, female minority. Uh, so it's gonna be a dope event. Um, put together by Overbrook West neighbor st- state. West State Rep, Morgan Cephas, uh, CVS Health, Aetna, um, and a bunch of other sponsors. Blue Brook that are sponsoring the Beer Garden where we're going to be performing that. So it's going to be a dope event. Make sure y'all come out 6 to six to 10 p.m. Thursday, May 12th. That's Big Dan's birthday. Come out, give Big Dan a drink, say hi to him, give him a hug, take a picture. Um, and then that Sunday, we're going to be in D.C. Those tickets are selling fast. We get we nearing close and close and close to a sellout. So make sure y'all get y'all tickets for D.C. Um, for Sunday, May 15th. Um, and we are still going to have the event announcement and all that for damn birthday for that Saturday. It's just these clubs are just acting extra retarded and you can't be too early apparently trying to book stuff in or niggas get scared and they yeah. just like, like wait, you want you need more than a week notice? So it's just been that sort of thing. So that's that. So look, be on the, look on the, be on the lookout for announcements for that. Uh, the May 22nd show in Delaware. Again, tickets is picking up. We trending towards a sellout for that. Also, as we get nearer and nearer for that, <laughs> shout out Nerdy the Cool Table. Shout out Molly 62nd, everybody from Church for the Wild podcast. And then we're going to have the two June shows. And uh, I don't know if I should announce it here, but we are working on a private show for after the tour. Mm-hmm. VIP only. So anybody that's listening to this, if you're not on VIP tour t- tier, you want to migrate to VIP tier because those they're going to get the first crack at it. And if the tickets sell out, they sell out. It is what it is. Same program that we ran back in January. It's about time to do that again. And that's going to be probably uh, like the first week of July. We are trending to do that show. That's all I got, man. We that's love it. y'all. We appreciate y'all. Be careful. Uh, be safe wherever y'all at. Um, and if you are on VIP tier, we owe you another podcast. Make sure you're on the lookout for that. That's going to be dropping right after this one. Peace. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before.